0: Welcome to another episode of What's the Scuttlebutt. I'm your host, Izzy LaRue. Here with me are my co-hosts, Aaron Ador and Harold Rucker III. Okay, guys, we have a lot to unpack right now, so let's just start off. Give me your guys' reaction to the Clippers blowing a 3-1 lead to the Nuggets in the second round of the Western Conference playoffs.
1: All I got to say is you must feel stupid. After all that shit you talked about the Nuggets, how the Nuggets had no chance, and how Kawhi was this and that, you he definitely went the bet on this one.
0: you are, I have to say to that right there, you, what? on this podcast, you said, oh, I, I gave them one or two
2: games.
1: Yeah, I didn't think they were going to win, but I'm not the one who went on there saying I, they're going to get swept. Then don't take credit. <laughs> I'm on if you gave them no shot
0: I didn't give it no sh- I None agreed you. with you. I said they could you get know, like...
1: Did. None of us All can All right, take don't credit. bring up the phone calls then, Indy. Don't bring <laughs> up the phone calls. Because this dude was calling me talking about, oh my gosh. Man, I'm so mad. The Clippers blew this lead. The Clippers blew that lead. I want to hear that shit. No, I, yeah. I'm honestly... Ga-
0: game Game oh. five and six, the the Clippers blew uh, 16 and a 19-point lead. How... Even, I even talked to Hero about this on, on the phone, too. Even if the Clippers managed to find a way to win that series, they weren't going to do anything against those Lakers because they showed their weakness against that Nuggets team.
2: Stop. Stop. I'm just going to say this right now for the record. I, I, I feel like I'm going to get a lot of hate from this for you guys, but in my opinion, I, I was never a Clippers fan, but I still personally think the Clippers were the better team. They just flat-out choked.
1: Like that's it. Listen, it was a choke fantastic. job by Kawhi Leonard. Wow. Yeah, it was. Do you bad. know why you they, call the P. Awesome P. The
2: they call pandemic? They call him
0: pandemic P because it's huh? a virus. It spread to Kawhi. It spread to Lou. You think the Nuggets It spread were than throughout the, the whole entire Clippers team.
1: I think the Nuggets. I think the Nuggets were better prepared to play the seven game series than the Clippers were.
0: Yeah, but Apparently. were they? Were they the better team? Why? I know Just because? Like, okay. Why? That's, why? Just because they had 2K, four, four back to back series game, game seven serieses.
2: It sounds, it, like a stupid, it sounds like a stupid question, but in reality, I still think the Clippers just flat out choke. The Clippers choke. They did choke. Yeah, we'll give the Nuggets credit, but I still think like – The pressure we still got haven't to the seen. Line. the we pressure still, got
1: to Paul right, George, up, the hold pressure hold up, got to Williams. Still, so what's the
2: excuse? We still haven't seen enough from the Nuggets to say that they're actually like – they're legit, but I don't want to go off everybody talking about – they handled the Clippers, all this crap. I mean, I they I want to see bro. what the what Nuggets have to do against it? the Lakers. Yeah, I might be reaching here, but they might lose in five. To,
1: to they, they are going to
2: lose in five. Lakers, yeah. especially Listen, LeBron's I,
1: Lakers team, the they Lakers, like to fill out teams
0: in the first game, let them win, make them feel good about themselves. I remember all these Portland Cheryl Blazers fans <laughs> were talking about all this. Oh, Blazers and four, all this, talking about they haven't talked since. And then as soon as no the Clippers lost, that's when the all these Blazers fans came back talking about, oh, what happened? Y- y'all finna see Damon King Cancun too. Hey,
2: Cancun on three. You ain't us that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. honestly, I think first round, like I said, What we expect to happen is gonna happen. That's basically nearly every year in the NBA. What you expect to happen is gonna happen. And that's exactly why the Rockets lost in the second round. Because we know who they are. Because we
0: know who we are.
2: First round. Get off your high horse, you clown. You weren't even a nugget. You said, okay, listen up. I
0: said the Rockets are not passing the second round and they get lucky to pass the first round, which is exactly what happened. The Thunder took them to seven games. They barely okay, made you. out okay, the first time with their lives.
1: Listen, and then they, they got, you. They listen, they got a gentleman sweep. Go listen, listen. They only lost that badly because they came up against the best big man possible. That's, exactly. only That's what I'm saying. Small ball
0: next, doesn't work. Okay. You see it when it has a five.
1: Yes. Yeah, yeah, okay, sure. Small ball doesn't work because they went up against the best center. That's Wait, can I, can, can I ask can, a question? Can I ask a
2: question? But LeBron had. More to do is with not than losing. He's to playing AD. the four. JaVale McGee's playing the five. LeBron had more to do than losing than AD. So you, you, I don't get how you JaVale could say they the game lost the best. He played in
1: the Rocket series. What are you talking about? He started they, all how, the games.
2: How say, Harold, how are you going to say they lost the best big man when LeBron had more to do than losing than AD?
1: They're still facing the best big man. so, what? The they the so what? They were lost to the
0: Nuggets. They were lost to the Nuggets.
2: Uh, it hey, been, I think it would have been a close series. They I think it
0: would have been a close series. All, all I'm going to say about the second round in the Western Conference is that I was right and wrong because the Rockets, I, I've been saying this ever since they've been in Orlando. They're not making it past the second round, which is true. And with, with the Nuggets, Harold got me there. I was wrong. I was very wrong on that. I didn't give him a shot. He's right. They They surprised me, but... I'm not giving them a shot in the Western Conference Finals at all either. I see the Lakers either winning in four or five. So
1: I'm giving them a chance. I'm saying Lakers in six, but I would not be surprised if the Nuggets turn this around, like because everyone's gonna count them out again, and they're just gonna use that as bulletin board material. You can't count out a team in the NBA. It's simple, especially with the, yes, bubbles, you can. the way things you are can can going. You can easily you count uh,
0: out a team in the you, NBA. You can. count out a team in the NBA. You
1: tried that. You tried that shit. You tried that shit with the Clippers, and look what happened. Okay, but that's the
2: difference. The Clippers were literally favorites. Like, I'm pretty sure, other than like okay, maybe the, Lakers the Bucks now too. Other than like maybe the Bucks weren't the Clippers like favored to win the whole thing. Yeah, the Lakers, the Lakers and the Clippers were even for who
1: was gonna win it. So, well, I don't know about even. They were check the uh, like they were uh, basically even. Like relative, like it was probably like forty eight to fifty two. Something according like to who all right you want me to look it up according to who i'm just asking you, you want me to look it up because i'm those are I'm betting odds to...
0: aaron aaron those are betting odds from las okay. vegas
2: thank you for answering the question is you see how simple that was izzy all
0: right yeah. let's let's move on to to the eastern conference finals it's a good matchup heat celtics so tell me aaron who do you think is going to win that series
2: Um I honestly I think hmm I'm gonna go with who I want to win. I'm gonna go with the Celtics. I've been a biggest Celtic hater, but I just can't stand the Heat fans. Oh my bad. I should say comeback Heat fans. You know, (laughs) the ones that were there in twenty twelve and decided to come out of the woodwork this year talking about I told you guys I knew it. I knew it all season. Bam out of bio.
1: That, that, that's I
2: me. Dudes,
0: I've been saying it for how long? Even, I've been saying since we started you've been this podcast. It for two weeks. What? I've been saying this since we started this podcast at the heat where one of the only teams that can beat the Bucks in the playoffs. You said it since like round one, dude. Get off the no. high horse. What? What? That no, that's such wanna, cap. No, that, that is the most cap I've ever heard it. you don't say don't you in my whole entire life. I honestly
1: don't remember when you started saying it, so I'm not gonna say anything about it. Don't listen to this guy's cap. All I'm gonna say is,
2: all these, all these heat. Dude, fans I've been can't saying since we started this podcast, five, can't even name the starting five. Can't even tell you what number Duncan Robinson is or Tyler Hira. I mean, disgusting people. That's the only reason I want the Celtics to win. And let's take into consideration Gordon Hayward is out. And he's coming back this series, though
0: Hayward, he he's projected to come back in the series.
2: Okay, can I finish? Or are you gonna keep interrupting me? I'm just giving facts. All right, keep your facts to yourself. But here, let me finish. I honestly think that if Gordon Hayward had started playing, the Celtics would be up because they lost by three, then they lost by what five?
0: But the and thing Hayward's is, back-to-back up. games, the Celtics blew leads.
2: Okay, and it's three points, bro. This okay. is Gordon Hayward we're talking about. And one more thing, how is Jason Tatum only taking 14 shots? Like, well, you saw it with, me, how with how Kemba
0: Walker shots? in the past games, how he wasn't taking that many shots. Because you have a lot of like Jalen Brown, Jason no, Tatum, and the Kemba.
2: Jalen Brown? No disrespect to Jalen Brown, but don't you talk to me about Jalen Brown in the conference finals.
0: Jalen Brown's the truth.
2: <laughs> Jalen Brown's, Brown's the Brown's truth. He's the Jaylen real Brown's, truth. Jalen Brown's, Brown's good. But Jason Tatum needs to take this team over and step up. That's yeah, the only okay, way they're making it to the finals. Don't come, I don't want to hear about, about? Jalen don't Brown J- Jalen Brown? What are you talking Jason
1: about? Tatum take,
2: Jason Tatum needs to take 20-plus shots, and that's facts.
0: All right, well.
1: I think this – okay, here. You, right, you go, you
0: go. I'm interested to see what you say. All
1: right. Uh, I also am taking the Celtics. I just feel like Kemba hasn't been playing the best he can be playing. And again, Gordon Hayward coming back. Gordon Hayward's going to be a big piece.
2: Uh, okay.
1: Gordon Hayward coming back. He's going to be a solid piece for them. Yeah. Okay. Going.
0: Right. Hey, are you done? Are you guys done? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Okay. Well, right now as we speak, the Heat are up 2-0 against the Celtics. We know that,
1: clown. And we know, dumbass.
0: Can I? Can I? Can I finish? Can I? Can I talk without being interrupted, I don't know, please? I
1: couldn't. So keep
0: going. <laughs> Honestly, this Eastern Conference Finals, I like both of these teams a lot. I like Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Kemba. I could care less for those Boston fans. The Heat. The heat, they've always been a likable team with Pat Riley, um, Eric Spolstra, especially with Jimmy Butler coming, seeing how he's been a leader for this team. And seeing all the shooters with Duncan Robinson, Tyler Hero, and other rookie, Kendrick Nunn, play. And also, former warrior, Andre Iguodala, he's been a really good asset for that team. So I liked I liked it when he landed there. He brings a good veteran presence along with Jay Crowder. But... I honestly, I see the Heat going to the finals this year because I honestly, I could see the Heat losing the t- two next games to make it a 2-2 series going into game five. But I see the series going the distance because like like you guys said, um, once I think Gordon Hayward might come back either game three or four. I don't know when it is, but he's going to come back soon and he should come back this series. But just based on the past two performances by the Celtics, it just, it kind of reminds me of what the Clippers did in that Nuggets series. Like you have this big lead, 14, 16 points going into the half. And then you just start falling down in the third quarter. And especially with these Celtics team, they're based like either Jason's not getting his shots up or Kemba's not getting his shots up. It's very rare to see a, uh, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, and Kemba Walker scoring 25 plus each, or even 20 plus each. But when they do, they're almost undefeated. I think they've only lost like three to five, three to two games this season when they score 20 or more. But again, I look at the rock at the Heat again. It reminds me a lot of how the Warriors played the past five seasons with all these running screens, players running around, and you surround a guy like Jimmy Butler, who's really good at managing the offense with shooters like Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, uh, Jay Crowder, Kendrick Nunn. He hasn't been playing well with this bubble, but you saw during this regular season, he was in contention for Rookie of the Year with John Morant, but we all know John Morant was the unanimous um, Rookie of the Year. so just based on the way that the Heat have their offense, it's very similar to a Warriors offense. And you saw this game, the Celtics, they try to adjust to it by switching a lot instead of following the players. But when you play a team like that Warriors team or this Heat team, you're going to get tired in the second half of the game because you're running around trying to cover all these guys who are trying to get an open three shot. Or if you make a mistake, they're going to pass it open into the that guy cutting to the lane. So honestly, I, I don't see the Celtics winning, but it should be a good series. I see it going to seven games.
2: Uh, you see his eyes there have to search up the player's games. That's the talking about uh, Kendrick Nunn, uh uh Duncan Robinson, uh Kyler Hero. do want me to screen share? No, so can... we don't need. To, we don't need the screen shares. You probably just did the tab. <laughs> probably following Tyler here after this show too. I mean, <laughs> I mean, but, I've been following yeah. Jimmy Butler
0: since his Chicago Bulls days. But you, you go okay, on. Okay,
2: you want a cookie? We all have. But I honestly, personally, I what do you guys think about uh, whoever wins the East versus whoever comes out of the West? I think in terms of NBA TV ratings, we need. Lakers, Lakers versus Celtics.
1: Celtics.
0: Celtics. Yeah. But... You would know be funny if it was a Nuggets Heat Finals. I
2: Honestly... That would be such a bubble. Would
0: watch that would be such a bubble type of Finals, too.
1: Yeah. I don't think people would watch that, either. We want that Jason Tatum versus LeBron part, too. Jason yeah. Tatum... Hey, Jason Tatum sunned
0: him. He sunned him in that Eastern Conference Finals.
1: Jason who? Jason who? <laughs>
2: <laughs> and he got sunned back. But, if it, honestly, if I had to go to work and then figure out the heat and the Nuggets were playing in the NBA Finals, I'd take my time <laughs> going back home. But that's just me.
0: Okay, well, let's talk about some NFL talk now, now that the NFL is back. So, tell me, guys, what's your reaction to NFL finally being here? It seems like it's taken a while, even though there hasn't been a postponement or anything. We just didn't have a preseason this year.
2: Um. I honestly, at the beginning, I wasn't excited about the NFL or the NBA. But I think now that I'm getting back into watching sports, it's crazy how like the NFL hasn't even changed, in my opinion. It feels the same. It feels like nothing's changed. Because I guess basketball, you can definitely tell. But for me, the NFL, it's just it's the same pace to me. Players are just they're basically like just playing again so I fans didn't have a lot to
1: do with the game in the first place for nfl true.
2: i'm honestly like them, true. Honestly. i've never been more hyped for an nfl season than this season like in my life i don't know why it must be COVID or something but that's my reaction to
1: the nfl starting up uh i'm on the opposite side of that i was actually really excited for it to come back and a little disappointed because the Niners lost, but it is what it is. Um, we knew I them. think, Yeah. Okay, oh, buddy. Please, you wouldn't have bet on that. All right, but, you know, I think this season is shaping up to be really good. This is going to be one of the better NFL seasons that we're going to get to see. We're going to get to see Patrick Mahomes, all these sidearm throws. We're going to get to see Lamar Jackson show up this year in the playoffs, like Izzy keeps on talking about.
0: He's not, But uh, this season is going to be really great. Do you know he's why really he's great. not? Because Marcus Peters is on his team.
1: You're an idiot. You have
0: you
2: don't want any problems with Marcus Peters, bro. Stop playing. All right, Izzy, what's your reaction to that?
0: Um, I'm just happy it's back. But I was really disappointed to see when um, last Thursday night football, the Houston and Kansas City game where both teams took a stand for unity, and the fans in Kansas City were booing that because I, I I just at a certain point. It's like, what do, what do you want the players to do to protest all these injustices that that color people face every day? Because they made a point about, oh, you're disrespecting the flag, this and that. And they're like, okay, well, we're not going to kneel then. And we're going to have this thing where we're going to stand for unity. And they literally were booing for them standing for unity. I don't get that. So at a certain point, you have to think it's not, oh, they're... They're disrespecting this or this and that it's because the colored people are trying to get the same type of respect that white people have in America. So I, I don't know. It was really disappointing to see. But other than that, it's, it's really nice to see NFL coming back, seeing Patrick Mahomes, like Harold said, um, that Niners game. It was disappointing to see, but I went 4-0 in all my fantasy leagues. So that was a nice start to the year. All right, it's,
2: it's week one. You want a cookie, but for the whole thing, honestly. I mean I've I week one, so Okay. I get what <laughs> you mean. It was definitely disappointing, but I think at this point, like it seems like it always seems like you get a little bit like change is happening and then you just go back to realizing like there's always gonna be like those people out there. And it's definitely gonna take a long time before everyone's on like the same page. So that's honestly one of the things that was disappointing. But Exciting. To me, what was exciting about week one was the Cardinals versus the 49ers. But, I mean, why was that exciting I'm, to you? Tell me, tell me. Why, that was so exciting. Weeks,
1: now, they, now he's a Cardinals fan. He's going to switch up. I'm, I'm not, not a Cardinal before. fan. What did
2: I say? All I'm going to say is we knew who they were. All these clowns out here oh, talking dude. about Hopkins this. Hopkins ain't going to get this.
1: Look at this guy right here. This guy, Izzy, before the game,
2: you're a witness. This guy right here. This guy right here wanting to put hey, money. I'll admit Andre so, Hopkins. A- DeAndre Hopkins would not have that good of a game. This man right here trying to run his mouth off. Yeah. I want you to take it's that crow okay. and eat it. Okay.
1: Yes, yes, I'm going to eat it. DeAndre Hopkins, I've always said on this show I've said it. DeAndre Hopkins is the best receiver in the league. I thought the Niners defense was gonna show up and play a lot better than they did, and they didn't. So it's just DeAndre, DeAndre Hopkins. Hopkins. Okay, well DeAndre we'll... Hopkins is that dude. Hey, hey, I'll I'll eat it.
0: Aaron, so We'll, we'll leave our re- week one reactions later, and we'll talk about the Niners um, just before that. But um, let's move on to our next topic. Uh, the Browns are one-on-one now. The They just beat the Bengals on Thursday night football by five points. Okay. Can Baker Mayfield lead the Browns to the playoffs? Harold.
1: Listen, I picked the, I'm picked i pretty sure I picked the Browns to make it into the playoffs as a wild card, so I really don't want to switch off that now. But it really does depend on what Baker Mitchell going to do. Obviously, tonight he looked, you know, a little better than what he did in week one, so I feel like given the steps that they're taking, Odell's playing a little better. If they keep continuing to progress like we think they can, I think they'll be a, a good team, a solid team playoffs that's hard to say because they are playing in a really tough division you know the Steelers could, you know the Steelers can make something shake but at the end of the day it all depends on Baker Mayfield so at this point it's really up in the air.
2: I'm gonna go with no they're gonna need a miracle for many reasons first of all their defense to me is somewhat overrated I mean the Bengals are just their offense isn't even good but they made Joe Burrow look like Joe Montana out there. And they only beat the I Bengals. I he had
0: 61 passing attempts.
2: True. But if you would watch that game against the Bengals. It and like the Bengals, Bengals. have the weapon. Don't disrespect Yeah. The I'm not disrespecting them. But when you're playing the Bengals in the stage they're in right now, they should not be in the game. If you want to say you're a legit playoff team or just a wild card, they should not be in the game. So I'm going to go with I don't see playoffs for them unless – they for like uh unless they keep getting better, which they can, but I just don't from what I saw today, there was definitely one thing that really like had me like questioning like the coaching. I don't know if it was Baker or the coaching, but they had ran the ball every single play, were basically on their like twenty-five yard line. They were killing the Bengals with running it. They were up like 10 plus points and first in like 10 all they had to do was keep running it kareem hunt was killing them, averaging like seven yards each carry on this drive and they threw it down the field and it got picked off that's when i was just like why would you do that like i get you can trick them with all the play action but i think first of all the coach is an idiot for that and second of all baker mayfield's an idiot for making that throw Like I mean, okay, so on on that play
0: when he was rolling out, he obviously did not see the safety. But honestly, I I thought that the head coaching job that went to the – who's the Browns head coaching? I forgot. What's his name?
2: Some guy named Eric. I don't know. Who cares? He'll be gone next year.
0: Yeah, (laughs) it it was a mistake hiring him. He was the Vikings' OC. We all saw what what happened with the Vikings in the playoffs. They couldn't score against Niners. Um, barely beat that Saints team. I feel like the, that I mean, Vikings team is the Saints team's kryptonite. What, really what? To be,
2: to be fair, louder. only one team could score against the Niners, and that was but the best team in the about NFL. About the
1: about exactly,
2: anything? but so we can't really go off slandering him about the Niners. I mean, he did. We saw what the OC did against the uh, against the Saints. You know, I mean, but it. they're the
0: Saints kryptonite. We've seen it year in and
2: year out. True, but I think going like. Slandering him against the Niners is unfair. Because the Niners were Niners to me. You have to agree, have won there's the a lot role. better
0: candidates to take that job. Even the uh Robert Sama, yeah. Niners defensive coordinator, I feel like he should have gotten that head coaching job.
2: Of course you do. You probably think uh Michael Crabtree should have gotten that same job also. <laughs> Followed by Jerry Rice and Joe Montana.
1: If it were up to you, Devontae Adams would be calling the plays in Green Bay. He probably called
2: them on Sunday. Look what happened. Scored a couple of touchdowns and they won the game with 40 points.
0: Okay, let's move on to our next topic. Uh, Tampa Bay and New England. So tell me what you guys think about what they've shown us in week one.
2: uh, New England, overrated. Tampa Bay, overrated. I'm going to say – listen, I'm going to say New England, overrated, just because the way the offense was rolling, that's not going to work against – Average to slight above average teams. That type of stuff isn't gonna work. Cam Newton is not gonna be doing that against teams that are like almost up there. And in terms of Tampa Bay, I'm gonna say this right now. I told you who they were, and they showed us who they were. I mean, we I don't didn't call it. That crap. We <laughs> no, we didn't. We don't okay, call it. Up. Y'all were talking about playoffs, and I said I honestly don't think they're gonna make oh, playoffs. Well. Uh, they might make playoffs. Don't I, get me wrong. I literally
0: I... called them the Browns this season. Oh yeah, you did. The... I'll give you that. Yeah.
2: Also on the fact of Rob Gronkowski, so many people thought this man was gonna go back to Hall of Fame. I said it. He hasn't played in two years. You don't just you don't just come back and think like he's gonna go back to that same form. I, I couldn't. I didn't even think he played. Like, that's how bad it was. I don't want to blame it on him. The Saints are a good team. But as of right now, right now this second, the Buccaneers are basically, to me, the most overrated team in the league right now.
1: That's fair. All right. So I'll, I'll go with the Patriots first. I think, like you guys were saying, or like Aaron kind of touched on, the that style of like that's not something you can just keep on doing especially when you're i mean the Patriots have one of the hardest schedules if not the hardest schedule in the league so you're definitely not going to be able to keep doing that against teams that are going to just keep getting better and better they need another weapon for cam to actually throw to because i don't think julian edelman is going to be that guy for them he's a solid slot receiver but i don't think he you need someone who can stretch the field number one you need somebody who Cam is or who's a reliable target for cam because Cam isn't going to be able to run the ball 15 times, 75 yards. He's not going to be able to keep doing that game in and game out. You can't expect to win like that. But You don't like Nikhil Harry? The, the way the, huh? You don't know like Nikhil Harry? Nikhil Harry. I mean, yeah, he's all right. What have we right. seen from that guy? What have exactly. we seen from we, that guy? We haven't seen, like, the potential <laughs> that we've seen in, like, young receivers who have young emerging receivers. Yeah. He doesn't look like anything crazy yet. I mean, for now, he's solid, but... You know, who knows what he's going to be? We don't really know yet. And as for the Bucks, you know, I guess you could, like, I'm, temp- I'm not really so sure you can call them completely overrated yet just because, okay, this is a new team. Tom Brady throwing new targets. As, uh, these targets are really good, but they did just play the best team in their division. So I think you're jumping the gun early calling them overrated when the Saints are easily a top three team in the NFT. This is one of the best teams that you're going to play, period. So I think that with the Bucks, give them time. You know, they're going to gel together. I know they made a lot of mistakes that can easily be corrected just by playing together more often, feeling out receivers, where is he going to be, and reading coverages better, obviously. You know, Brady on that one where there was a miscommunication, whether it was cover four or whatever it was. But I think it's a little too, you know, early to start shaming them right now because they did play the number one team in their division.
2: I mean – at the end of the day, we can just call it what it was. This guy went from playing bums in the AFC East, and now he ended up in an actually good division, and he he basically got punched in the mouth. Okay, but they didn't have training camp. They didn't have preseason.
1: Like, I'm giving him some slack here. I'm yeah, giving them like, a I, I couple more weeks slack, to see what but... they can do.
0: Okay, well, to, Aaron, to your point, and Harold, to you guys' point of, like, how the Patriots can't keep up that play style. That's very true. But also, I think Cam Newton's going to have to also adjust his play style too in order to have success in New England. Because you saw, I think, did he have two rushing TDs? Yeah. Yeah, he he ran a lot that game, and he had some hard hits. The reason why Cam Newton has been injured throughout his career is because he likes to run the ball a lot. So he gets hit like that. He takes those hits. And especially throughout a 16-week season – those hits add up and you're gonna get hurt if you keep running like that and keep taking those type of hits. So I I know Bill Belichick, he's gonna make that adjustment soon, whether it's next week or in the next few weeks, but I I wanna see him more in the pocket because you see um, quarterbacks like to run first rather than to stay in the pocket first. You see a big difference in play style. Like you look at Michael Vick, you look at RG3, those two players, didn't really have long careers. Sure, there was some other stuff swirling around them or or injuries, but that was because of how they played. But you look at like I mean, a guy like Patrick Mahomes,
1: Michael pretty long.
0: Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson, they look to pass first. And the only reason they use their legs is because they have to get out of the pocket because the pocket collapsed and they're trying to find a guy. And then if necessary, if they have to, then they will run. They're not a guy who's looking to run first, looking to bail out. So i I'm sure he'll make that adjustment, but he has to make that adjustment
2: i honestly, I think cam can make that adjustment. We saw it in his MVP season. He was definitely looking to throw in that season in my opinion, at least from what I saw. I think he can easily make the adjustment, but I think when it comes to the better teams, we're gonna see him running a lot more just because they like it's gonna be only his almost like his only option. Because I don't exactly. think he's, yeah, I don't think he's receiving court. no disrespect to like Super Bowl MVP Edelman. But like when he's the only one out there, uh, he's definitely going to be taking some hits. So I think he needs to get ready for that.
1: Yeah, and I was going to touch on that. This is more, this season kind of resembles his early Panthers seasons, Like before mm-hmm. he got DJ Moore and Greg Olson. He's not playing with anyone right now. He's not playing with any offensive weapons that are going to, Make the make it a lot easier for him. I think they definitely and letting go of Mohammed Sanu didn't help them. I think they need to make a play for one of these receivers. You know, you've heard whispers that Odell wants out or that they're shipping him. You've heard rumors that Allen lies. Robinson Don't wants out. Don't believe those lies. Allen, all right, all right, Dude, shut up. But you, Allen Robinson, I think would be you know another great. That's another to add. lie too. Um, someone- he literally
0: came out to say that he's good and he wants to stay in Chicago. So.
1: Alright, well they need someone to spread the field. I'm just giving them options. They need someone to stretch the field vertically. Cam is known for being able to run the ball, but he's also known for having a huge arm. So I feel like you need someone who can, you know, you can run the ball however many times you want to. And I've, eventually they're just going to bring down the box. So you're going to need someone who can throw, you're going to have to throw it over the top to somebody. And I don't know that they have that receiver right now.
0: Yeah, we were talking about, oh, I, at least I brought up injuries, so I'll bring it to our next topic. Harold, give me your reaction to the Niners injury woes.
1: It's tough. Um they're definitely gonna have to adjust. Obviously lose I mean, not having Debo Samuel and Ayuk especially hurt us this I mean this past week playing the Cardinals, we didn't, and George Kittle getting hurt for that period of time. We didn't have a receiver who we could necessarily or who Jimmy Garoppolo, he probably didn't trust as much in those receivers that were out there at the time. I don't know Kendrick what his Boyle. relationship is with Kendrick Warren is, but I'll get in there. Dante Pettis, people like that. I don't Trent know how Taylor. he feels necessarily about throwing. Who? Okay, but we yeah, saw exactly. It you don't even know who Trent he is. Taylor, all right. right we I saw doubt. it when we tried to throw to Trent Taylor. But listen, they need uh, – they picked up Muhammad Tanu, which I think is a great red zone option. They need someone who, when Jimmy Garoppolo gets down there within the 20-someone, a big body receiver who he can find. Um, you know, it's going to be tough. But, again, we're playing the Jets this week, so – we ain't got too much to worry about, so at least we're going one
0: and one. Yeah, um, I wasn't really, I wasn't too surprised that we lost to the Cardinals. Yeah, it was mad, it was disheartening to see. But um, last season, when we had everybody, we almost lost to them twice. So it, it wasn't really that much. A team. Yeah, they're they're a really good team. Um, especially Kyler Murray, he's a really good quarterback. I see him coming into his own this season. But uh, yeah, it's really tough to win games when you don't really have anyone to throw to, and that's that's why I was so mad when the Niners did not draft Jerry Judy in the draft. They had their chance, or even any of those C.D. Lamb, Henry Ruggs, or Justin Jefferson, Jalen Rager. They had their pick of they yet, had yeah. the pick of their cro- of the crop at, at where they were sitting. at, but instead they set out and went to get Javon Kinlaw. To say that he was going to replace the force Buckner, and then they try to make up for it by getting another first round pick, and then drafting Brandon Ayuk, saying, "Look, we still got a receiver, we still got a first round receiver." It shows like, yeah, you can't really con- control injuries, but we, you saw what um, Jerry Judy did. I think he had like three catches for like thirty seven yards, but he looked really good out there. So I would have, it would have been really cool to see him in a Niners jersey, and then you look at the cornerbacks. Um, Richard Sherman and Akella Willispoon, are both our starting corners. They got injured during the game, but they kept playing, and now they're out for or at least questionable for week two. And Richard Sherman's out for at least three weeks. So you're looking at the Niners right now. George Kittle, he took that hard hit to the knee. He's questionable for week two. You're just looking at the Niners right now that it's looking that like that year where Jimmy G towards ACL. And he sat out the season, and we had C.J. Beathard and Nick Mullins, helming the 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 offense, because t- guys like Trent Taylor, um, Kendrick Bourne, and Dante Pettis are now our top receivers right now. And Trent Taylor, like I'm sorry, Trent, I don't think you should be on the team. You proved it to me last game. You yeah, had what two drop pat um drops, and one of them was really it was to get a first down at the end of the game, which would have been really helpful to getting us a chance to win the game. And Kendrick Bourne, I've said it many times, he's really clutch. Somehow he likes to drop first and second down passes, but to get a first down or to get a touchdown, he'll make those type of catches, but he didn't do it last game. Valdez Gambling And and Dante Pettis, I mean, I've never believed in the guy, like – He's a, he's a Washington product there. They don't really translate well in the NFL. So, I... Can I just give
2: you guys my take on New the Oregon. whole uh,
1: wait, situation? hold on. Wait, what? Let me
2: just tell you something about the whole IU situation. I said it since day one, personally. As someone who watched college football, I didn't think that with what the draft had, it made IU look, like, average. Like, personally... Exactly. From watching college, I didn't think, like... He was, yeah, he's fast. We get it. But with what was in the draft and you get like, IU for me personally, I thought they kind of failed with that and what they kind of passed up. And I've always had a saying, trusting a Pac-12 receiver is like trusting an SEC quarterback. You just can't do it, man. <laughs> you can't do it. Nelson Aguilar, I could keep going. <laughs> so many people. Like, I don't want to say. Hey, he's don't, bring Juju, don't bring up Juju
0: though. Don't bring up Juju
2: okay, <laughs> juju had a trash season last year, but he's showing up this year. I don't want I don't want to hate on anyone but I just think that the 49ers kind of they should' have they were so they needed a receiver man
1: and this exactly. was the year
2: this was okay. The-
1: okay so I understand where you guys are coming from. Obviously I wanted us to pick Jerry and Judy but listen on this, given the situation that we were in, I'm still happy that we did what we did. Again, we haven't seen Brandon Ayuk play yet, so I don't want to be like, okay, you know, we should've picked Jerry Judy, we should've picked CeeDee Lamb. We haven't seen the dude play yet. Once we get a few, once we see a few games under his belt, then I'll be able to make a better judgment on that. But from what we've seen from Ken Law, he's been solid for the role he's trying to fill. He's been good. And we'll, we're gonna see what Ayuk has to do. But back to what Izzy was saying about the drops. I think that's fair criticisms. You know, Trent Taylor needs to play better. Uh, what's his name, Dante Pettis needs to play better, Kendrick Bourne needs to play better. But one play sticks out to me, and this happens a lot, where it's one play that'll stick out to you. Kendrick Bourne was basically wide open in the back of the end zone with, like, a minute something, a minute and some change left on the clock, wide open in the back of the end zone on a double move. Oh, my God. Don't talk about that. And Jimmy Garoppolo under through the pass. Yeah. To me, that's the play in the game that sticks out to me. That's the separator between a solid quarterback, you know, when you 10 to 11 games and do whatever, and a quarterback who's going to take you to the Super Bowl. Those are the plays that you have to make, and he didn't make that play. I think Jimmy Garoppolo needs to play better, and he's going to have to play better, especially with all these receivers being now. Because at this point, yeah, there's drops, but I'm still putting that game – pretty much on Jimmy Garoppolo, or more so on Jimmy Garoppolo than the receivers play. He needs to hit that pass.
2: I think a lot of the criticism on Jimmy Garoppolo comes from, like, the 49ers are a good team, but when it comes to the point where they're figured out, like you saw last year, can Jimmy G show up and win them the game? He's only done that
0: in a handful
2: of games. Yeah, so far, I'm going to say maybe, but... I think Jimmy G's definitely personally he's too
1: inconsistent. I don't think Jimmy G's taking you guys to a Super Bowl win. That's just me though, but okay, listen. The only reason I have I give you pushback on that is because he almost did it last year. Like if you take away you know, if you take away that last quarter of play, dude was like a solid, like dude was playing great. You know, he was ball he was on top of the world. If you take away that fourth quarter, but that is something about the fourth quarter that does something to people. People don't to want to show up in the fourth quarter. I don't know what it is. And on it, like you were saying, like you were on earlier, he's going to have to be able to hit those passes in the fourth quarter if he wants to be able to be considered as one of these top ten quarterbacks. Like, I think he has the potential to be in the future. It's
2: definitely a California thing, the whole fourth quarter thing. <laughs> <laughs> Teen Warriors, Clippers all the time. Jimmy G, definitely a California bin.
1: Black
0: cat running around. <laughs> okay, Aaron. Uh, whatever. Uh, let's talk. <laughs> we already mentioned it our week uh, reaction to week one NFL, so we'll, we'll skip
2: that topic. So can give I just me your... add one more thing to that topic? All right. Give. give what do you want to say? Uh, the team that definitely hit me like out of nowhere. Washington was looking like, I don't want to say like Washington was, I don't, I don't know if the Eagles suck or Washington came to play, but they it's were that whole division, crazy. Aaron, that defense, that defense was looking nasty. I mean, my God, that D line at this point, that D line might be the best D line in the league.
0: No. Yeah. They've been in talks of top D lines in the league. And you saw it with, uh, what's this? What's first name?
2: Montrez. Yeah, Montrez
0: Sweat. Montrez Sweat, Montres Sweat with, Montre, with
2: Daquan Daquan, same thing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> with Chase Young, it, yeah, it's a very dangerous front, defensive front. But uh also you have to look at the receivers. They've had some who who do they have? Um Sims, Terry and McLaurin. Terry McLaurin. They 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 played really well last season. You already knew that they were gonna take their game to the next level and they showed it game one. And I feel like now that Dwayne Haskins has had a while with these guys and with this Ron Rivera offense, I feel like his game only steps up better. And this season is going to show why the New York Giants should have drafted Haskins over Daniel You're Jones. You're an idiot.
2: Stop right there. You're Wayne an idiot. Is You're, an idiot. You're an idiot. You're an idiot. Stop right there. First of all, they're I'm literally gonna say this right now. Danny Dimes last year proved why he should have been taken. Proved. Proved why he should have been taken. How many, proved, wins, How many taken. wins did
1: they have? What did you prove that he can lose? He proved
2: why he should have been taken. Literally, Danny Dimes is a pretty good quarterback. So I don't get the disrespect going around talking about Haskins. This. Let's be honest. We all want Haskins to succeed. I don't know what the hate on Danny Dimes. Is. Why can't they both succeed? There's there's like, no I, hate,
0: but they, if they you have two, hate. when I'm you have two quarterbacks in the same division who are drafted in the same draft, there's gonna be comparisons. Just like how there's a Luca and Trey Young comparison because they were traded from the teams in that same draft. There always there's always gonna be a link to that. This just has like nothing how, to do
2: with that. This has to do. With I'm, the I'm just giving, giving you an example person, how a person a draft up.
0: class. There's always going to be a link between two players.
2: I know that, but one person showed up last yeah, the year. The certain... We're talking
0: about this year, Aaron, this... though. We're talking about, stop
2: stop living in the past. We're talking about one this season. One person showed up and showed literally why he should have been taken, and he was a good rookie quarterback, but all people want to talk about is, man, just wait, Haskins, man. He's going to show y'all, just wait, Haskins. And when then we talk about Daniel Jones, I don't hear, oh, Daniel Jones is a pretty good quarterback. All I hear is
1: Daniel Jones sucks. Because all I hear about Daniel Jones is throwing picks.
2: What no,
0: it's fumbles, about? Harold. You're wrong, it's fumbles.
1: Fumbles too. I don't know, Fumbles in last year though. Okay, let's move like, on to our next topic. 26.
0: We 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 talked about week one. Uh give me your guys' preview for week two. What, what are you guys most excited about for week two?
1: The Niners win over the Jets. That's what I'm most
0: excited about. I mean, that's a given. You're really excited for that?
1: <laughs> hey, yeah. That's I mean, who, uh, let me know the matchups. Let me know the matchups.
0: Well, uh, I'll give you the interesting matchups. Ravens play the Texans. Uh, Patriots play the Seahawks. Uh, Saints play Raiders. Okay. Bills play Dolphins.
1: Okay, I'm going to give you guys... I'm the- excited to see the Patriots play the Seahawks because I want to see how the Patriots can adjust playing against the defense is actually really good. I don't put much stock into the Ravens in the uh, Houston game because I think we saw an early snippet of what the Houston Texans are going to look like this year without a number one receiver on their team. Unless, you know, Kenny Stills and Will Fuller the fourth. unless these guys are going to step up and do that. Will Fuller is a solid receiver. In, in what do you mean? Of... He's solid, I'm but not he's not going to do that. anything. I'm not saying he's that, but I'm saying... You got rid of DeAndre Hopkins for David Johnson. Think about that. DeAndre Hopkins and, De- and Deshaun Watson—that was the duo. I'm telling you, they could. That duo could rival, could have rivaled Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill. Patrick—I mean, uh, Deshaun Watson needed some more help, obviously. But in terms of quarterback and receiver duos, they were up there when they were together. So Murray now and Hopkins talk, is better. Huh? Murray and Hopkins is better no hell no. yeah see? so basically what you're saying is kyler murray is better
2: than deshaun watson at this point he might be we'll see what we'll see like i said we'll see
0: no no, no. oh you want to talk about we'll okay. see literally okay. moments ago you're bashing people for saying we'll see with dwayne haskins
2: no i'm just saying we'll see if the year goes by but right I was talking about giving Dude, credit that, to Daniel that's not Jones. a
1: fair comparison at all. Deshaun Watson is really playing with – he's, he's in, almost in the same situation that Cam Newton's in, maybe a little better because, you know, his receivers aren't absolute no-names. But, like, he's not playing with anyone who's up to his caliber. Okay. Deshaun okay. Washington is a okay. top-five quarterback okay. playing with nowhere see, near top-five talent on offense or defense. Can we see what Kyler Murray does with Hopkins? Yes, and but I'm there. saying look at what – look at what else Kyler Murray has. Christian, whatever his name is. Christian Kirk is. and Andy Isabella. You mean yeah, one? Larry Fitzgerald solid and their defense? Dude, like, the Cardinals right now are better than the Texans have been in the past 10 years.
0: And guess uh, what? They're going to be fourth in the division, too.
2: Hey,
1: as. No, they're I'm not. I'm looking right really. now, I'm pretty sure you see they're going to be better than the Rams. Yes, I, I, they're going to be better than the Rams. And, on, like, I want to see him play the Seahawks. Well, I think that's going to be a good game too. I think they can give the Seahawks run for their money too. I think week
2: two in the NFL. I think this is one of those weeks that you could look down the list and you could probably guess who's going to win and actually get a hundred percent of it right. Because to me, I think there's only one game that's actually going to be competitive this week. Like in terms of like off the eyes, but it is the NFL, of course. Anything can happen. We saw with the Bengals and the Browns. Any given Sunday.
0: What do you mean we saw we already knew the Browns were gonna win? Not by five points. What? They still won. Yeah,
2: That's not the point. Not, that game was not close to the There's to certain one. teams for you to say you're a good team, there's certain teams that you can't keep in the game. Like you just can't. Like Niners
0: are Super Bowl contenders and they lost to the Cardinals.
1: The, you're
2: actually like the
0: Cardinals
1: are You realize that there are people out there? Like, um, there are people out there. I did not say the that Cardinals they are bums at all. I literally went
0: on and said that the Cardinals, I was in shocks by them losing. They almost beat us two times last season. Exactly. So, how and are
1: you going to put disrespect here? on them now? Yeah. The Cardinals, like Cardinals are bums.
0: Because you're trying to disrespect the Browns, and I don't appreciate it.
1: But the Browns are both. Cardinals, the Cardinals would smack the Browns every day of the week. That's such, no, no, stop,
0: stop, 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 <laughs> stop. Oh, my God.
1: Do oh they my. play this year? Because we could oh bet, bet on it. Later this year, we can bet on it. Izzy, I'm sorry, but. I'll bet you any God. amount of money <inaudible> that the Cardinals will beat the
2: Browns. Please. The Browns have not shown us enough for us to sit here and actually, we don't even, we shouldn't even be talking about them in the playoffs. I mean,
1: the fact that you would just talk Literally, about. The only reason you talk about the Browns is based off potential alone. You have not seen yeah. anything. For... What do you mean? mean? Nick Chubb oh. had second
0: the second most Bengals rushing five yards five, last four, season. No.
1: Baker Mayfield,
0: his rookie year, he had the most passing touchdowns of a rookie ever oh, in the NFL. What did you do last
1: year? Okay. Odell you is a top
0: three is... receiver in the league.
2: Is they he have league? Austin okay. Hooper, Jarvis Landry. Get out. Izzy, Izzy, you're talking about these
1: players who did something in the past. Exactly, you're talking, Baker Mayfield was good two years ago. Odell Beckham was a top three receiver like five years ago. Like, what are you talking about? Austin
2: Hooper was basically a top three tight end two years ago. Jarvis Landry was known for what
1: he's doing. Jarvis like, Landry was good four years ago, or was exactly. that good four years ago? Mitch You're about these players based on what oh, they I was did. about, about week they, two. What they're
2: doing. Week two. All right, week Mitch Trubisky was a franchise quarterback is Ricky year. But week two, I think, for me personally, week two is more about fantasy than it is about actually like wanting to see these games. If the Packers lose to the Lions, I don't know what I'll do. The Lions, the yeah, Lions. Actually, like, Adrian the Lions Peterson's gonna go off on that Packers, Packers defense. Game. I can
0: guarantee you that. They
2: do. That's why I'm saying the Packers are gonna be in a close game, but they shouldn't oh, okay, lose. Okay, okay, yeah.
1: I thought you were saying the. Yeah, right. Adrian Peterson's really gonna, gonna,
0: gonna go go off against that Packers defense.
2: Okay, and how do you know this?
0: Because Adrian o- Peterson.
2: You think you guys, the Cardinals? Guys D-line are, you think the D line sucks? Adrian Peterson made a Adrian Peterson made a living off going off the Packers. You think the Cardinals are bums, bro?
0: When did I say that?
2: Uh comparing them to the Browns. That automatically the Browns are a playoff team. Listen, Izzy, I'm telling you this right now. If Joe Burrow has more experience, the Browns would be coming last in that division. I'm telling you this right now. What? Yes.
0: The Browns are about to be second in the division, so No, I think oh, if the Bengals
2: just had all the Steelers around Joe Burrow. They're drunk. That Steelers defense alone gave the Browns a run for their money.
0: Okay. Well, we'll wrap it up right there. Thank you for everyone listening. Keep watching. We're over 200 K streams. Keep running up the numbers, guys. What what do you you guys have to say about that real quick before you- Like 200,000?
2: I mean, uh, 2,000. Okay. I was about to say, bro, where's my paycheck? Like, <laughs> where's my paycheck? 2K. Thanks for all the people tuning in to listen to me and Harold talk about sports, and uh, that's basically what I have to say. Wait, you yeah, just said you and Harold. What about me? Clowning me this whole time. What about you? <laughs> you and your ridiculous comments, ridiculous takes. I'm a
0: truth teller. You're a fool. <laughs> You're a fool.